0: a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment.
1: We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people
0: think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day.
2: You're not the right fit for this job.
0: Unfair
1: judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight these people often blame themselves it's just me nobody likes me
3: i do exercise and eat right
0: and i talk to my doctor weight bias hurts
3: everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect
0: your words and actions matter let's stop weight bias let's work together be part of the solution Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition
4: sponsored by the louisiana army national guard aired by the louisiana association of broadcasters and this station
2: you're listening to espn 100.3 fm klrz La rose new orleans and the river region it's the sports hangover with gus cattengill hello sports fans whoa hello there local sports national sports the gcat has got you covered oh you made a wise choice my friend time to tee it up and let it fly it's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill.
3: Getting closer to tip-off tonight at 8.30. Daniel Salerson, this hour, is going to pitch it. We'll talk about some of the other games and storylines going on in the NBA playoffs. I would do this before the player intros.
4: I bring it in. You took the best punch. It's a 10-point game going into the fourth quarter. Okay? Get your freaking heads up. This is what we live for. This is what we worked hard for. Okay? We ain't giving it up. We are not freaking
1: giving this up. You gotta freaking fight. You gotta
3: fight. Indeed, you gotta fight. And I cannot wait to see what the blender's gonna be like tonight. Indeed, not only do people get ready on Fridays for the weekend, so much to do. French Quarter Fest, Zara Classic of New Orleans, will update you on the leaderboard here in round number two. Record scores in round number one yesterday. And we'll give you the leaderboard here in a quick sec. Also, you got the playoffs. NBA playoffs, Phoenix Suns and New Orleans Pelicans game three and four today. Game three, Sunday, game four, both 8.30 tip times. Game five, by the way, another late tip time. Nine o'clock, that's been already posted. Let me go back over to Phoenix. Will it be even, 2-2? Two, two. Will the Pels be down 3-1? Will the Suns be down 3-1? I want to hear from you, Pelicans fans. 800-998-1003. Buddy will take your phone calls. Uh, it's simple, simple questions of the day. Who's Who's key? How confident are you? You're going to the game. Are you watching at home? Are you wearing your red? People listening out there, if you see people wearing red, I- I'd love to hear from you. Uh, do you see that? Jake Madison said back last hour he went and got coffee and he saw people wearing red out and about. So I'd love to, to know that and pass that along to our listeners, obviously, because that would kind of let you know. That there is a a growing swell of support for sure. So eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. If you'd like to chime in, head coach Willie Green and CJ McCollum spoke after practice yesterday. And quick bites because I see the phone lines light, uh, lighting up, and I want to hear from you again. This is my goal this hour. I want to hear from you. Uh, If you're pumped, and what are you seeing about C.J. McCollum protecting home court advantage?
5: Uh, I think it's just important. Um, Game threes are very important in the series, especially when it's 1-1. As the saying goes, the series hasn't started until someone wins on the road, and we got to win on the road, so now it's going to get very interesting, but uh, we're looking forward to playing at home in front of our fans and understand the importance of this game. Indeed.
3: West Bank Rick, thank you for giving us a call here, sir. How are you? Hello, Rick. Hello, Rick.
4: Going into Rouse's. I hey, buddy. Be, uh, hey, say, start start okay.
3: over for me, buddy. I didn't hear you from the very beginning. How are you today?
4: Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm. Um, I, I, I was just. I was just saying the last. The last call. I'm just as nervous as him.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh,
4: and, uh, I was up this morning going to Rousey to give me some breakfast and stuff, and I see a couple of people wearing their Let's, uh, let's Go Pals. No or way. Wearing, uh, jerseys of, uh, of, uh, Brandon Ingram. And, you know, the first thing I said, let's take flight. And one of them responded to New Orleans word, hum, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: Take flight. I love that, man. That's good stuff. Dude, it's awesome. Those red shirts, of course. Um, We're giving out on Wednesday, and again, it's red today, so wear your red. They're wearing red today, the white city edition, white jerseys on Sunday. So that's your two colorations that you can go to as a fan, man. But how does that make you feel, though, Rick, when you see that, dude? I mean, like, I I love that because we've seen that become a custom on Fridays before Saints games, right?
4: I, I remember where we used to argue about how come none of these bars don't have Pelican TV or yes, Pelican yes, game songs. Yeah. And and how come the uh New Orleans wasn't paying attention. Well y'all brought it up. Winning do make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I mean even though we don't have a winning record, we winning in a good way and fans are drawn to it. Um y'all made a key point on the key to winning this series. It's the second line. I mean you can't you you as a stronger I heard someone say you're as stronger as your weakest link. And the bench, the points that they've been putting up, haven't, we haven't seen points like that from the bench. We used to always say we was anemic with points when we get uh, a bench player on the uh, floor. Now we averaging over 25, 30 points a game, mm-hmm. and we can keep it running. We run faster with the bench. Um, I, just, I just, and you made the point, making out free throws. That yeah. that's another key. I mean, I don't really care too much about them making the three every once in a while, just like you say, just just making a few of them. But those free throws are you—that's your your money maker right there. If once you get get that hit, we need to make those free throws so we keep it going. So they can stop. I guess get to the point and say, hey, look, this is not working. <laughs> we can't keep following them and let them go to the line. All right. <sighs>
3: I, I do think that's going to be key here as well. And that's why I keep saying I, I just something in my gut tells me, man, that th- there's no way Monty's going to sit here and go for three straight games. You're not winning the glass. You know, it's so it's going to be an effort. I, I think it's going to be physical and attack, just like they did in that first game. Try to take the crowd out of it. Try to show, hey, look, we may not have book, but we got to guys. I thought Jake brought up a good point that Landry Shamit yep. started in 14 games that Booker's missed. So, again... This team won 64 games, Rick, w- without CP for a couple of weeks, without Booker, without Aiton for most of the beginning of that season. So, I, you know, I, it's going to be a fight, dude. It's going to be a fight.
4: Yeah, I, I love listening to Jake, um, Daniel, uh, uh, Daniel's son, uh, and you, and uh, all the other broadcasters, they all keep us abreast on what's going on. But let's let us not forget that Monty Williams thing on uh, when he was a hornet mm-hmm. uh with the this organization was defense. His main goal was defense now he didn't have the great players on the team with shooters, but he had good defense and he would keep play um, teams under a 100 points um, from what I remember mm-hmm. so I'm expecting him to come out and bring some of his defensive uh of brilliancy to the team.
3: Looking forward to it, man. Rick, you ready, bud?
4: Oh, man, I'm, I want to wait for 1130. I hope we get here real quick. <laughs>
3: I hear you, dude. I hear you, man. Thank Take you, bud.
4: Won't bow
1: yeah.
6: down. <laughs>
3: I like. He's got all of them, too, man. Don't forget, flock up. You just got to do it slow enough that it's not something else.
6: <laughs> Pels 12. I love that.
3: Pels hey, 12, he too.
4: Playing, he should be playing Let's Go Get in Them in the arena, man. I think that's the song for us. Let's go get them. I out. like that.
3: I like that as well, man. There he goes. Thank you, West Bank Rick. Appreciate it, bud. Let's go to Ben. Ben, thank you for calling the sports hangover. 800 998 What you got for us, bud?
1: Hey, man. I love you, Sean. listen to you all-time first-time caller. Okay. Uh, but I did want to just equate, uh, go back to what the previous caller said about the song, Let's Go Get em. When we won, I saw the, the game and how the TNT commentators was like, just, you know, was like, wow, just happy for the organization. But I, on a national scale, to see us perform that way, he, it was oh, yes. like the way Reggie Miller was talking about us. Yeah. Like, man, this young team is going to be something. So we got the recognition. But the thing about the song, Let's Go Get Them, I was thinking the same thing, like, going to play that. But I want to talk uh, real quick about uh, the game tonight. And what I've I've observed relative to strategies and what they're doing is that I noticed since the Clippers game all the way through, we have a tendency, Willie Green has a team with a tendency, the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, it's like we go hard at it. Whatever we got is going playing big, or we up and down the floor with Jackson Hayes trying to get rebound and pushing outlet bad going small. We, but we got a way where they, well, I, I he he has that instinct with connecting with these players to so let them know like it's almost like it's in a, a crunch time mode, you know, where they really try to close the gap, and make they surge, like almost imposing your will. You know what I'm saying? I'm a football coach, but. I can see the same concept. But you can see the will, and you know, if people say it's real, are they professional? But those intangibles of getting it in the guy's head, you know, that's an also, and in the way he's been talking to him, you know, about fighting and challenging them. and you know, it, it's just incredible because you see it on the high school level, you see it on the college, all oh, well, that, but to see it on the professional level, let him know it's just more than just the money. It's about winning these things, and I think he's he's by he being a player in the league. By uh by him being a part of Phoenix, I look for us, honestly, I'm going out on a limb, but to keep us in the way he, he's the type of coach knowing Phoenix and knowing the rights of being there, to keep these players comfortable mm-hmm. with playing against them, I think we can win this series. I really, really feel we can win it. I want your thoughts on that.
3: Well, I I'll piggyback on what you just said. You say you're a football coach, huh? Yeah. All right, so you're you're accustomed to trying to get people to get ready. You know, bring the fight the energy level sustain it through four quarters things of that nature. That's what I think is important yeah. about here, and I think that's what stood out to me through two games and through two playing games. I mean the clippers game that had to come yeah. back and win the Spurs made a run there where you're going, oh they're down to six yeah. you know and and they did that in yeah. game one, they got smacked in the face, didn't give up and fight in that second unit yeah, it got it to six yeah. points in game two. They came out just poised, and from, from the get-go, dude, I, I almost feel like I want to say they led from, from end to end, you know, and, and, and here comes they the win. Suns towards they the win. end, and and they held them out at the end. I mean, here comes the Suns, Haymaker, Haymaker. They follow and answer that, yeah. excuse me, with their own oh, three. Yeah. So when, when you look at all of that, that's what really stood out to me, is that through four games right now after the regular season, man, I, I've seen this team – have tenacity, have focus, and, and, and not have yeah. fear, you know? Yeah. And, and when you it's have that, French. that's the hardest thing, isn't it? It's isn't that the hardest thing to, to coach a team? I mean, <laughs> yes, I get it. But also, I just like the
1: fact that he has, it's been a regular occurrence from the last five to six games. And that's a good trend. You yep. see, in that third quarter, watch it, third quarter, early fourth quarter, we, we are going full board, whoever we are. We're scoring. We, whatever we got to do, push the ball. Lance getting rebounds, crashing boards off a of second shot. I mean, I mean, we were in tune with this. You know, and it's been a tendency. The last seven, eight, I, I think we're I, – I'm very, very – I wouldn't be surprised if we win this series in six games.
7: Ooh, I'm I going know, on
1: a limb. But I know, games, I, we can beat him But I, I feel we, we're at – Willie's got – we're at confident. And I know Phoenix will come with some defensive struggles, but I think the fact that Willie's been on that staff, been right next to Monty, knows his thoughts about planning teams and how to do the ins and out. Things that as a coach you have in your pocket, but the only thing you're gonna you're gonna share it with yourself, but some mm-hmm. calls you do, you're sharing it with but you're really open up because it's for the betterment of the team. That wouldn't make him be and that's how coaching that's how the relationships evolve in sports in general. From no to professional. So and I think that Willie uh, God God had those thoughts at night after and planning on the drive in and stuff. Those sound an intangible parts, he's going to bring
3: it in. I love it. I just wrote uh, it down. I, my, I, I, I just wrote it down on my notepad. I, Coach, you, Coach Ben, Pell's win in six games. I wrote it down, Coach. Yeah,
1: this the day, And I tell you what, when it happens, I'm going to come over. there. We got to figure it out. I hope you have a remote show, and maybe I can buy you I, an appetizer I, and a I, drink. We man, can talk about.
3: I, it. I, I'm telling you, I am. I am. This close from announcing something, I promise it's coming. Uh I just I want to make sure it's either next week or the week after that. But yes, we, we will have a, a place. I promise it's coming. Hey, man, take
1: too. is on it. But it's great talking. Like I said,
3: I love this I listen to you right before I
1: go to work with mall and right. It's something that I've I tune in on my drive-in today.
3: Like, so- I I, yeah. I appreciate that more than you know. Thank, Thank you, buddy. You again, man. Keep going. No. I'm trying. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, Ben quick break we come back daniel right, will join the conversation feel free to call in though if you got a question for me you want to be a part of it daniel's just gonna kind of be with us that that segment here as uh we kind of talk about the rest of the league here as well and the other games going on so sports hangover on ESPN new orleans
0: Calvin Braxton Ford is your Ford dealer in Lockport. They want you to know how important it is to keep your vehicle always running at its best. So to help you do just that, they want you to know that they can beat almost any tire price. And they have a $70 mail-in rebate on selected brands until June 30th. You can also get an alignment for $89.95. See their certified diesel tech today at Calvin Braxton Ford Highway 1 in Lockport.
7: Always on the run and short on cash. With a State Bank and Trust Company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC.
1: Oh,
2: big talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN1003.com.
4: Yeah, I've
3: experienced it as a player, so I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be crazy in there. We're excited to play in front of our fans. Head Coach Willie Green following practice yesterday afternoon. Daniel Salison, part of the Pelicans Radio Network, uh, I'm sure, sir, you were excited about not only today, but also Sunday, special one-hour pregame here throughout the playoffs. Starting at 730 before that 830 tip time, where we'll be located, sir, for that pregame outside of the Smoothie King Center?
8: Well, yeah, we'll be uh, right outside actually our radio studio if you're looking at the Smoothie King Center. So uh, we'll be there uh, along the, the masses out there for FanFest, so make sure you stop by and say hello. We'll be there tonight. And Sunday and looking forward to the atmosphere because I was in there this morning um, and with the shirts on the seats already man the, the arena looks great right now
3: oh so that we got shirts on the seats huh
8: shirts on the seats for both nights one NOLA it'll say tonight and then you got a fight uh from Willie Green's speech no. the other night um no. that's gonna be for game four yeah nice. be awesome.
3: um, <clears throat> just you know, you might want to pick up an extra one. I'll fast. Yeah, mind. I'll fast. on for you. I got
8: Okay. You. <laughs> yeah. You
3: know, I mean, sorry, whoever shows up in this, you know, in that seat's empty without the shirt. It is not Daniel Salerson, Okay. Exactly. <laughs> it,
8: that one random seat that's just blue. That and one I, random I seat. Know,
3: I don't know what <laughs> happened. <laughs> blame, uh, let's, no, we can't blame Joe because you can't get on the air without Joe. Blame Todd. Just blame yeah. Todd. Just say that Todd did it. Um, Thank you for that in advance, though. Look, I want to get into, obviously, tonight and your expectations and and thoughts. We asked David Wesley in our number one adjustment and his thoughts overall. Jake Madison here as well. And guys that are X-Factors and everything. But I really... Want to quickly, I guess, in two minutes, just kind of break it up here in thirty-second increments. Some of the other games and series that are going on here as well, in particular in the Western Conference. Look, Golden State wins one eighteen, one thirteen. Steph Curry still coming off the bench. Pool kind of got nicked up a little bit there, but man, they're on a three zero series win there against the Nuggets, and that that looks like a, a gentleman sweep at best, right? Right now, they're probably going to close that out. They look scary right now, the Warriors.
8: Yeah, I mean there normally probably wouldn't be a three seed but with the injuries that happened in, in clay's recovery and draymond being out i mean that's where they are right now they're fully capable of being a one or two seed but that's kind of the luck of the draw for the denver nuggets running into what's now the healthiest they've been mm-hmm. um i know you said that jordan pool got nicked up and of course that's still coming off the bench but now they're just riding with what they have with this lineup so the fact that they're able to go up 3-0 and again rest is a big thing in the playoffs. you sweep this series, you're going to get some time off to recover, get Clay some rest, get Draymond, Steph mm-hmm. some rest, and then wait for the winner of Memphis and Minnesota, which the way that series is going, I mean, look, Memphis blew a huge opportunity last night against Memphis, but Memphis really hasn't shown the, the same side of them that we saw in the regular season. So this could be a huge opportunity for Golden State. But, yeah, it just seems uh if they don't win the next game, they'll probably shut it down in game five at home.
3: Yeah, along those lines, yesterday they were down 26, going a 21-0 run. They don't call a timeout. That's been a big topic about Chris Finch, which is what I used to start the show is to notice what the Pels are doing and you're not seeing those stories about them. I mean, they're crushing Nash, they're crushing Finch, they're crushing some of these other guys that aren't showing up. What the Pels have done in two games is pretty remarkable. This was y'all ja after the game yesterday. Hey, what's up? Y'all hear that ja? growl up there? Oh my goodness. We got dogs on this side, Boy. man.
5: Is that what that is? We got
3: dogs over here. We <laughs> ain't got no chihuahuas either. Big German Shepherds. Dude, he only had 16 points in, in, in that game, but they came back. They that, That's a team that's made, again, th- this is their first go at it, right? Not being in the playing and being that second scene and understanding what it takes to play.
8: Yeah, absolutely, and I feel like in the playoffs, again, no really lead is safe. Uh, We've seen comebacks before. Look at the play-in game with the Pelicans, up 10 at the half, down 10 after three, and end up coming back and being the Clippers to get in. And so, But a 26-point lead blown by the Timberwolves. I mean, you could, as J.D. likes to say, par out the rest of the way on a 26-point lead. You should be fine, but 21-0, you've seen the quick timeouts from Willie Green. Those timeouts after a couple possessions where he feels like something's missing, He'll call time out immediately. So yeah, I mean, of course, they're giving uh, the the Minnesota Timberwolves a hard time. Carl Anthony Towns, if you get him in foul trouble, I think that's their <sighs> biggest weakness, is they he can't him get points. Yeah, you can't. No, I mean, they're, yeah, they're getting they're rub they're they're getting into his head too, and so I feel like that's kind of for Minnesota the downside of their playoff experience because they haven't been in this position in a while, mm-hmm. especially Carl Anthony Towns, uh, who's only been a couple times, but. You have guys like Anthony Edwards who really hasn't done this before. D'Angelo Russell as, as well. Patrick Beverly is their most experienced guy. And Chris Finch as a head coach, this is his first time coach in the playoffs yeah. too. So same like Willie Green. So, yeah, I mean, a wasted opportunity. I remember looking at it, two points in the fourth quarter halfway through. I mean, that yeah. that fourth quarter was just absolutely ridiculous.
3: So Mavs and Jazz, man, I don't know what to make of this series. They, they've won two games without Luka.
8: Yeah, I don't know what to make of it either because I feel like for the Jazz, it might be a make or break.
3: Yeah, I almost it's feel like the this is it's about to blow break. it up here, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm confused here, I man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it.
8: Yeah, it's kind of hard to figure out when you, you don't, when you've lost two of three with your best their best player off the court. Um, that's a sign of some trouble there, especially when you lose that first one at home. The fact that you were able to get one and, and lose and, and take home court advantage back to Utah. Without Luca, there's no reason why you can't win both of those games. And the fact now that you've lost home court advantage back and give it to Dallas and a chance that Luca either gets back for game four or maybe for game five, I mean, you could be done in a matter of two games here. And then, yeah, what do you do? You have Rudy Gobert, who you gave over $200 million. to. you have Donovan Mitchell. I mean, is it a chance for them to kind of, well, this this team's not going anywhere. They were Mm -hmm. the one seed last year and couldn't make it to the finals. Uh, is this team really capable of going all the way? If not, do you do a rebuild or do you try to find that one piece that can go? But um, still plenty of basketball left. You never know how they're going to respond against usually the the swing game. is game three, um, but at the same time, when this Jazz maverick series, anything can really happen.
3: Speaking with Daniel Salas and Pelicans Radio Network, 730. Pelicans warm-up will begin outside the arena. If you're coming in from Parking Garage 5, which is by the Clayboard side, just look to your right. They'll be waving at you. Um, Game three tonight, dude, I it's about adjustments, right? It's what, what you've been able to see. I, I'm confident the Pels can handle certain things. I'm confident guys will show up to an extent. I, I haven't seen them not in the last four games, which is why I have that confidence. But what do you think? I mean, other than sneaking up into the rafters and watching their practice yesterday, what do you think Monty's going to do now with no Devin Booker in this game?
8: That's a great question, trying to figure out what they could do with that starting lineup. Do they go with Landry Shamet, who you know was the one that replaced Devin Booker in the lineup, or do they go a little bigger and get that sharpshooter Cam Johnson off the bench and make him that three-point threat? Um, Obviously, they're going to rely a lot on Chris Paul, and Chris Paul, obviously what we saw in game one, is fully capable of taking a game over, but a 37-year-old Chris Paul that now has a lot more on his plate than he had uh, when he had Devin Booker along, it's not how much of that can he handle. You need a lot more from Mikael Bridges, who's picking it up defensively, but might need to do a little bit more offensively. You're going to have to have a better game from DeAndre Ayton, who kind of struggled in game number two, and you're going to have to figure out a way if Brandon Ingram shoots the way he did the other night uh, to kind of stop C.J. and Brandon Ingram. I mean, pick your poison with those two, plus Jonas Fallon shooting down low. I mean, that's that's the key thing for the Pelicans is, you know, they can knock down some shots like they did the other night. I know that's pretty simple to say, but a season-high 17 threes, they've had plenty of opportunities for open shots. That's what got them in the first game of the series was the lack of shots that they were able to make. So – you know, Monty's going to come with adjustments, and I know everyone's saying without Devin Booker, what could the series be like? But I want to kind of not warn people, but this, sure. this team is, has sixty-four wins right. for a reason. Right? That's like they have twenty-eight more wins in the regular season than the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. This team is still favored tonight, the Suns, which is completely fine. But don't think that they haven't won a game without Devin Booker in the lineup. Don't think they haven't won a game without CP3 in the lineup. They've missed. They've won games without DeAndre Aydin in the lineup. So this team is has a good depth and is well-coached enough where they can easily win both games here. You would hope that the Pelicans can take both. If they split this, it just makes it even more interesting heading back for game five. He may give the Suns back a little bit of momentum, but if you somehow take these two games, which are not going to be easy at home, man, obviously three, one changes the perspective of, of this series a lot, but you got to start with tonight. Game three, as I mentioned earlier, is always the swing game where usually the percentage wise, you take game three as the better chances of winning, the entire series also that really hasn't said a lot about an eighth seed doing it against a one seed mm-hmm. at the same time i think you got to start out these first five minutes and we've said it before how Pelicans got to get up a good start but get this crowd into it and keep them into it if the suns open up a lead early on and take the crowd out of it yep. it changes the whole momentum of the ball game so come out even if it's a tied ball game after five minutes or pelicans with a two point lead just make sure you keep that crowd into it and keep that energy alive for a full 48 minutes. If you can do that, again, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for the Suns, but it's also going to be a tough game for the Pelicans. So tonight, tonight's the big one. Game four, you can always set the trend to see what happens after game three, but tonight could set the tone for the rest of the series.
3: I, I said that earlier to start the show, man. I think the first five minutes of this game is going to be absolutely key and crucial. Handling the adrenaline, handling the energy. If I'm the Suns, there's no way I'm letting this team again for the third straight game control the class. I expect them to crash the glass, drive, try to get Jonas in foul trouble. I just, all that. I'm just expecting a lot of activity in the paint. I, I want the Pels to do the same thing. Get eight out that game. You know, I mean, whoever it is is starting started it's just a drive and attack. I go back to that play by Brandon Ingram, first quarter, Suns playing in game, that drive and dunk. I thought set the tone for that comeback because the Spurs were up at the beginning of that game. So I think that's key. I asked Jake Madison and David Wesley, who they, who they thought would be X factors and key players in this game. I think it's um, Larry Nance, Larry Lance Jr. Yeah. I think his, his minutes are going to be key. Jake agreed with, with that. Who who do you think will have key minutes tonight?
8: I think you got to go back to Jackson Hayes. I feel like that's a guy that's going to be crucial his nine points were huge for the Pelicans, and even just his movement. Because, again, in game one, they were letting him sit behind the three-point line. He didn't move a ton, and that was one less person they had to worry about because they were going to make him shoot if he was open. Uh, you saw a lot of leakouts from Jackson. I feel like that's the thing. If those guys are going to crash the boards heavily uh, with the onus in the down low, um, I believe Jackson's the guy that's going to start leaking out a little bit more like he did the other night and take, take some fast-break opportunities. Uh, from the Sun, Pelicans had 16 fast break points the other night. So that's what I'm looking for. Jackson Hayes to be involved in the offense, moving without the basketball, cutting, doing everything that makes him such a tough matchup alongside Jonas Valanciunas. And if he gets these 9, 10, 11 points um, like he did the other night, I think he could be the X factor tonight.
3: Daniel, I know the excitement level is going to be fun, and it kind of reminds me of where we are setting up for Sunday And talk about that play in game. I I just, I wanted just the team to play well. You know, you get beat, you get beat, but just to play well and to see the way B.I. and everybody else showed up and and played. And and I'm not nearly as nervous as I was in that game because I think for four games, I've seen this team have resiliency, fight, no quit, and just have that, 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 that strong mentality. Because when you look at all four games, they've had to come back or hold off, right? I mean, they didn't lead the game against San Antonio. They got it down to six after a big lead, held on. Clippers game had to come back and win in the second half after they they started out great and blew it. Um yeah. And then you look at game one, punched in the mouth, got it down to six in the fourth quarter, primarily with that second unit. Game two, you start out great. You control the game pretty much throughout. Here comes their run, and you answered back their big shots with your big threes. So I've seen four games since the end of the regular season, that have given me confidence to say, Daniel, I think they can handle tonight. It's about can they make their shots and, and just sustain it, man.
8: Yeah, they're not shy from uh, adversity. They definitely can handle And The other big thing is show this country what this fan base is about. They say NOLA is a basketball city. I think we're about to show them in games three and four what type of city this is when it comes to basketball.
3: Well, I'm just looking at it at Pelicans uh, Twitter, at Pelicans NBA. The arena looks gorgeous with those red one NOLA shirts all over. Unfortunately, there will be at least one seat without one of those. Daniel, get in there and go give me one. I'm going right (laughs) now, Gus. I got you. (laughs) There he goes. Daniel Salas Pelicans Radio Network. Go say hi to he, the graph, the intern. We'll all be out there uh, coming up later tonight, 7.30 right outside the Pelicans Radio Studio. If you're coming in from the parking garages towards the arena to get in, just look to your right by the stairs. The guys will be out there broadcasting. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. There he goes, Daniel Sallerson. Quick break. Your phone calls, open lines, the rest of the way all the way to 2 o'clock. It's sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
5: Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise in the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback and by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit
0: Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safe driving discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.
1: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me.
4: Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. The bottom line about the quarterback situation is because they're so important, and there are only so many of them that are actually elite. Either you have one or you don't. So what happens when someone
3: doesn't have one? They start squinting and seeing what they want to see. Daniel Jones, yeah, he can run and he can throw. So they start seeing <laughs> what they want to see. That's why the Mitchell Trubisky thing was all right, because based on
2: what was available for them, they went out and got the most athletic guy they How's that look now? Key, Jay, and
4: Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app
2: adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com.
5: Yeah, uh, I think it's just important. Um, game threes are very important in the series, especially when it's 1-1. Uh, as the saying goes, the series hasn't started until someone wins on the road and we got to win on the road, so now it's going to get very interesting, but we look forward to playing at home in front of our
3: fans and understand the importance of this game. 800-998-1003. That is CJ McCullum following practice yesterday on being able to protect home court advantage. Again, three games last night. Grizzlies over the T-Wolves, 104-95. Mavs beating the Jazz 126-118 to without Luka Doncic. He's yet to play in the series. Warriors 118-113 to over the Nuggets. Tonight you got the Heat and the Hawks. 6 o'clock over... On ESPN Miami, one-and-a-half point favorite. They lead the series 2 nil. Bucks and Bulls. That is a 1-1 series, Seven thirty ABC with Milwaukee. A two-and-a-half point favorite there. And even though it's at home, and even though they won game two, New Orleans Pelicans are two-point underdogs. It was one-and-a-half, two-point underdogs, and that's fine gotta earn the right to uh to be favored over the number one seed they're the number one seed 64 wins man hey coach willie green yesterday after practice was talking about his team being ready for this moment and it's not like a a, a switch being flipped per se it's a lot of little things that have led to this point to where he sees his team being comfortable again with all our guests today that I've chatted And even with y'all that have called in I keep telling y'all That's the one thing that stands out to me I just went over those four games with Daniel I went over the four games with uh, David Wesley earlier And Jake Madison I, I've i seen this team Go through moments where uh, Here we go Right? I mean That's what we've been accustomed to eh? oh, Man Bad start Here comes the run Who's going to answer back? I just, yet they do. Even in the loss in game one. I mean, they fought back. I mean, Devin Booker had 31 in the first half, man. And you started off that game in game two as good as you could have wanted and trailed. Found a way to win. And what I like about it is they don't, I guess, get down. To, and somebody forgot to tell Alvarado. Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, who are rookies, um, that you you're, you're supposed to be nervous when you're taking threes in the fourth quarter in a tight game. Somebody forgot to tell Brandon Ingram, you know, hey, this isn't this isn't your time just yet. You're not that player. I just I, I love I love that, and, and that's what makes it easy to to root for this team. But it also gives you reasons to why I think. Coach Ben and West Bank Rick and everyone else that's called so far today that they feel so confident because it's not, I wouldn't say whimsical, but it's not, okay, well, you know, this one guy needs to get going or anything like that. Look, it's one of the reasons we talked about Memphis being so good. What were they, 19-2 and with our Jean Morant this year? It's not just John, They have other guys, other players. Jean Morant yesterday had 16 points in a game they were down 26. Other guys stepped up and did that along those sides that's why that's why you cannot look at this now because no Devin Booker and think oh we got this Willie Green yesterday they're extremely dangerous and um, I wouldn't call them desperate or wounded
6: Uh, with Booker they're dangerous without Booker they're dangerous and I'll
3: continue to say they're well coached they're disciplined and the number one team in the league for a reason and we'll approach that game as such CJ McCollum kind of mentioned it here as well, and and the, the wounded statement came from this right here from CJ McCollum. Yeah, I mean, it's a
5: different animal. Um, they're still a very good team. Obviously, Book is, is a special special talent, and I hope he gets back you know as soon as possible. Injuries are a terrible part of the game, but like as I've told the team many times, like a wounded animal is is, is more dangerous than a healthy animal because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what other players are going to step up. Game planning changes, opportunity changes, and as a player. You know, who's had a lot of roles throughout his career, like you relish the opportunity, you know, for a larger role on this type of stage. This is how I, you know, got my first career, like playoff start with literally injuries, you know, eight, seven, eight years ago against the Memphis Grizzlies. I ended up starting in the playoffs and taking advantage. So like you, you don't want to take teams for granted and you got to understand what's at stake injuries or not. This is still a very dangerous team. Mm
3: -hmm. And I think that's going to be one of the key aspects of this. Now there also is a friendship between Chris Pohl, Willie Green, obviously, not just as players when they're here with the Hornets, but obviously as he being a coach or with the Suns here. CJ McCullum touched after practice there yesterday that they've also
5: communicated. He's my guy. I've been talking to him and knowing him since I went to his camp uh, when I was in college. So great family, good dude. Uh, he's one of the first people that reached out to me. He, I think he called me. I got traded at, let's call it 6.30 a.m. I think he called me at 7.15. So, you know, to kind of talk me through what it's like in New Orleans, tell me about Willie, their relationship, their friendship, um, how, how much I'm going to enjoy being around this team, the city, uh, what, what sports kind of means to this city. So he kind of gave me the co-sign of, you know, understanding, like, what I'm getting myself into, what it's going to be like, and also talked about his relationship with how play with Willie and, and what he's like as a coach. So it was cool. It was a good conversation. It's ironic that we're playing each other right now. Uh, but it is what it is. But he definitely uh, spoke very highly of the city, and obviously... His past uh, relationship in the city speaks volumes.
3: I loved hearing that yesterday and I I couldn't wait to play that for y'all in the show today on a number of reasons. The obvious tells you what kind of dude he is. And and I said that. I said, look, I, I, I was there. I was the, the CP me, you know, situation too and picking your spots and. Things didn't end well here in that playoff game, game seven. I was like, did you might want to show up and take a shot? You know, I mean, can you help us here or whatever? And then afterwards and, but I've always rooted for him, even after he left here. And I'll say this and covering the team since they got here from Charlotte, you see things, hear things. And it's why reporters always say it's so important to get locker room access. Cause you, you do get that sense and feel. You, you, you can tell. Um how people act and treat one another, how they handle things. You know, I mean, I've said this before, Jimmy Graham with the T, you know, just peeking in and out of doors to make sure reporters weren't there when things weren't going well or he didn't get paid as a receiver, literally, you know, got treatment, got to go, you know, at the at the end for Reggie Bush. Nope. If you ever hear Larry on the show, he'll say that. Yeah, like he would walk in, see reporters by his locker room, and literally say, nope, and then run into the treatment room. I mean, you, you get a sense and feel, and that's why it's important to have people in the locker room because it helps you understand the team. It helps you understand what, what what's going on there. I enjoyed covering Chris Paul. I enjoyed covering Chris Paul. And he was a very basketball guy. He you saw him what he could do with the team. You saw after practice taking, I mean, the guy can shoot, man, doing trick shots and betting this and that to, you know, try to do different things. It, it was fun to see that. It, it was sad to see the erosion of trust between the organization and they just mishandled it. And, and that's why you've heard me be critical with this whole Zion thing here as well with the quietness and not being made available and not being a part of it. Cause I've seen this too many times. Baron Davis, Anthony Davis and, you know, and Chris Paul, access to the national folks and not to the local folks. Mind you, no one on the, um, you know, Jim Rome show, Dan Patrick show, all this other stuff that we'd watch Chris and everybody get access to and make sure he was available after practice. They don't buy you tickets. The Locals guys do, but we couldn't talk to them after practice. It's just, things like that stunk. But him, personally, I just remember when he came back after the Olympic team, and he, you know, I guess they they made an availability at the arena for all of us to go interview and talk to him after he had won Olympic gold, and he brought it, and he let everybody literally put it on, like he he, he took it off his neck. Here you go. Got to, I, I I got to hold an Olympic gold medal. Look at it for real. Put it on. He took a picture with me. Took a picture with all of us. Like it. It, it that's who he was. And to hear that bite, it's so cool to me. It's so cool to me. Um, He doesn't have to do that. It, there's no reason for him to do that. But again, remember, he has been one of those guys that has led the Players Association and Union and done things like that from that nature. He's been one of those guys. But to call that quickly, and then as you heard CJ specifically say, why he'll like head coach Willie Green, why he'll like... The city, what sports means to that city, things of that nature. You didn't have to do that. And um that's awesome. And I think maybe that's why you're seeing why C. J. McCullum is the way he is and why he's also doing it. But again, it just goes to show you why Willie Green was such a big hire. Uh I mean I when you have somebody that earns that respect from names and people like that, it matters. Quick break, we come back, Jimmy and Gretna. I see you, sir. I know you gotta be happy here. You don't have to call me and tell me to, to buy me some $5 tickets. I don't know if you can get into the arena tonight and get you one of those one NOLA red shirts that are draped over each and every seat, even the upper deck. You're gonna have a shirt waiting for you when you get to your chair tonight. So sports hangover, another segment here in hour two next on ESPN New Orleans.
7: All right, people, it's time for the Caesars Sportsbook Report. Caesars is giving a feast to new users, and by feast I mean a $250 Uber Eats gift card. Here's how it works. Just wage your $50 total, and win or lose, you'll get a $250 digital gift card for Uber Eats. Make sure you use promo code Radio Eat. That's one word. Feast while you bet on all your favorite sports, like the NBA playoffs, MLB, hockey, golf, you name it. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming amazing benefits, tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Must be 21 and physically present in Louisiana. Permit pending in Horseshoe, Bossier City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New customers with eligible promo code only. Real money wages only that have minimum odds of minus 200. $250 gift card redemption code and steps to redeem gift card will be sent via email within 72 hours. Uber gift card terms and conditions apply. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. The only app with Caesars rewards. Download it
2: road home How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League.
4: Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau.
3: 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, questions of the day are real simple if you're a Pels fan. I need keys. What do you think is going to happen to that? Are you confident? Are you seeing red out there? We've had a lot of callers say that they've seen some red. West Bank Rick said he walked into Rouse's to go get something to eat, and he saw people wearing the pelicans red shirt from the play-in game against san antonio and others so love to hear from you if you're seeing hell's gear out there jimmy i know you got to be happy about this sir you've called all season you want people in there it's sold out today at the blender
8: hey what's up Gus?
3: what's up bud
8: hey man look i had to take a second mortgage out on my kidney to get in there but i'll be there tonight all right <laughs> I'm excited. I got to get uh, that shirt, buddy.
3: That's right, dude. I love it's that. a four hundred dollar four hundred
8: dollar investment mm. for a shirt made in Thailand. I think it's. A, it, I'm going to explain that to my wife. It'll work out well when she sees the bill. But um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm noticing people are wearing red. It's a it's a basketball city for once. Um, or you know, look, I, I know I know people say I've heard people say this, Gus. They said, "Look, we'll support the Pelicans when they make the playoffs," and they do. And they did it when uh, you know what was it when we swept the Trailblazers what four years ago? Right. Uh, you know it's we've had like such a, a up and down tragic history of basketball here with the loss of the ABA Buccaneers and the 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 Jazz. We almost lost the Hornets. You know, and you look at Chris Paul now is getting older. Um, you know, but we drafted him. We we lost. We had him a Hall of Famer. We lost him. We had Anthony Davis. We lost him you know you can say what you want about Davis Gus but hall of fame talent we have zion obviously the weight issues he's become become kind of a, a joke in some people's eyes i still think he's a very uh i think he has potential here to be a player with us mm-hmm. uh but i mean to think of the talent that we've had here in the last 15 years and kind of be like the you know bottom dwellers of the nba it's it's good to see us go from $3 tickets a couple months ago to this and um You know, everything's kind of falling into place, Gus. I mean, look, we got Devin Booker's out for two or three weeks, not just two or three games. So whatever happens with this series, Devin Booker's not going to be in the mix. And Chris Paul's looking older. You know, I know he's going to be carrying the weight of the team tonight on his back. Uh, But, man, the last game, it looked like he just was out of breath. And maybe his age is catching up to him. Maybe the greatest point guard of all time. But, you know, father time is is, is catching up to the guy. So Mm -hmm. it's... Things are working in our favor. I'm not saying we're going to win the series, Gus, but I know this much. We're going to take their best punch tonight because a good team doesn't lose two in a row. Right. And um, I'm not saying that the Suns are going to win. I think our crowd noise, I like, can't underestimate a, a very loud arena in basketball or, say, a stadium in football. It could shift everything, you know, um, but... They get an early start on us. Uh, you know, it's going to be rough if they get us sitting on our hands as fans in there. But look, it's going to be rocking in there tonight. And it is great to see the city wearing red, uh, at the festivals and at the Zurich Classic. I'm hearing the same stories that everybody's kind of getting behind the Pelican. It's cool to wear Pelicans gear, you know, and, and it's a football city first, but for now it's a basketball city. So go Pelicans. We'll see what happens. It, I think the series goes to seven games. No matter what happens, wow, that's what I foresee yeah. happening.
3: You know what's crazy, Jimmy? Even if this thing goes six or seven, I think that's look. I already think they've won, right? I mean, I've already, I've already think they've taken a huge step this season. I already think that they've gotten, you know, this fan base amped up for next year. Again, imagine Zion with this team and, and what they can do. I, I already think they've taken some big steps. You, you got into a best of seven series with the number one seed and won a game on the road. You can split at home and go to. Phoenix for Game Five make this a six seven game series, man. I, I just, I it, it, everything's gravy, but it's just it's it's amping me up even more. Shane, thanks for calling the Sports Hangover. What you got, bud?
6: How are you doing today, buddy?
3: Doing fantastic, man. How are you, Shane?
6: I'm pretty good. I want to say first uh, today is my beautiful wife's birthday. I don't know if the uh, the crew at Williams and Southall Funeral Home they listen sometimes, so if they listen. Tell my wife I say it, happy birthday and I
3: love it. Oh, that's fantastic, but, Shane! Uh, happy birthday! What's her name, bud? Shelly. Shelly, happy birthday from the Sports Hangover.
6: um, I want Chris Paul to fall to crash and burn every time. I know he's a good guy and everything, but he's our, he, he's my enemy for like Anthony Davis, this would be the perfect ending to the season where we knocked the Lakers out and then not knock Chris Paul out of Baron they signed a ten day
0: contract oh, man. somewhere yeah.
6: to knock him out too. But um, I think we got a shot. If we if we can if we can get this game tonight, I I really think we got a shot. I hate to see Booker go down because you wanna you don't want you do not want to you want anybody hurt or you know affect the livelihood and I don't think that injury sure. is that bad but, right. but Take him out for the rest of the series and uh and hope he gets well afterwards. But um and I still I, I I'm still kind of aggravated that if Zion is saying he's ready to play, let him play 10, to 15 minutes, just just to go out there and, and and just run up and out of court a couple of times. You don't have to to run him in the ground, but just get him out there. If Ben Simmons can play with a and he's been out over a year and uh and I know it's different injuries. There, he's a young guy. Let him get out there and get some mm-hmm. playoff experience. and Running up and down the court a couple of times just to just to get him out there and get get things a little spicy.
3: Look, I said it this week. If he's healthy enough to play. I'm absolutely not opposed to getting him some minutes in there, provide some energy, get the fans going here at home, get him the, like you said, those minutes. And if anything, you already got a team that's dealing with the loss of Devin Book and all of a sudden they're like, wait, I'm sorry, Zion's playing? What? You know, I mean, I just, right. I mean, again, right. I, and I understand both sides to this. I, I do in that, you know, Shane, chemistry, um, His stamina, like what can he provide? And and I guess my answer to that is fine, then he's off the bench. I mean, here's my thing. Before people, and I'm not saying you, before people go, you couldn't do that. No, Steph Curry is currently coming off the bench for Golden State as he works his way back from injury. Steph Curry is doing it. If Steph Curry can do it and still provide 30 points, then Zion can play off the bench. With the second line, with Jose, with all those other guys, feed him in the block, and, and see if we can get a couple of points, maybe some, you know, some fouls on the other guy. I mean, why not? I mean, I just, you know, I mean that if he's putting on it, if I see again today before the game starts, ESPN showing him doing fifteen dunks while he's warming up. Then the guy right. can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like if he continues to right. put on a dunk contest, man, before the games start, then I mean at this point, wh- why not? Because.
6: But I, I, really think that's that's where a lot of the is coming from. The the family doesn't want him to be baby by that. Needs to they need to stop being scared. And I mean, you got to stop babying at some okay.
3: point. You know what though? And at the end of the day, I'll just say like I don't. I mean, again, I am not in law, and I'm not David Griffin, and I know uh, this is a lot different than what I would say, but I, you know, hey, that's fine. Look, you're healthy, you're ready to go. Do you want to go? Yes, all right, fine. Here's a waiver, and if you get hurt, I don't want to hear anything. I mean, it's like, here's my thing, and I I get it, but to your point, look, man, people can get hurt no matter what. Devin Booker got hurt running down, trying to track down a play on defense, and his hamstring is hurt. Now, I understand, you know, him re-injuring his foot and getting another setback. It's, look, man, it at some point, you can't be scared.
6: One yeah, way, but, shape,
3: or form. Right. You know?
6: All right, Goose. Uh, talk to you Monday. If, if, or either way, if things go good or not, I'm going to call
3: you Monday. anyway. always good, man. Take care, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right. All right. And happy birthday, Shelly, again. All right. Thank you. <laughs> For sure, man. Take care. 800 998 um, another phone line segment. If you would like, here at the top of the hour, Marlon Favreau is going to join us at two fifteen. LSU spring game, we'll chat with him about the top three things he's looking for. LSU baseball yesterday winning five to three. Another game tonight at six three against Missouri. Two-lane ECU about to get started in three minutes. First pitch is set for two o'clock. And Nichols taking on UIW, 630 is that game. UNO, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, 630 in college baseball. So we'll keep you posted on what's going on with the Wave and ECU since that will be going on here as well. And as far as the Zurich Classic, uh, big scores yesterday. Record number of scores there as well. Xander Shoffley is up there uh, with Patrick Cantlay. 17 under par Chasen Day 14 under par and third you got a Cameron Tringale and Wyndham Clark at 15 under Billy Horschel Sam Burns 14 under Bubba Watson's 11 under give you some other scores here as we come back our two is in the books one more to go getting closer to the tip time I know you're ready we'll hear Willie one more time tell us we got a fight when we come back in three minutes it's the sports hangover
7: on ESPN New Orleans. Home health services in South LaBouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content,